Hello everybody, my name is Simon and welcome to this brand new podcast series called The Curious Dragon. So, what is The Curious Dragon all about? It's about the weird and wonderful, the strange, things from beyond as well as spiritual stuff, including esoteric areas of life. Plus, be looking at witchcraft, wicca and pagan stuff. I myself am a witch, so we will talk about that in future episodes. And anything else that piques my interest. So, with this series, please question it. Be sceptical. There's nothing wrong in this at all. But also challenge yourself to ask, what if this is true? So then, what is this very first episode about? Well, it's called Ike and the Deal. So, we're going back to the 1950s. This decade would turn out to be a very active one, especially in terms of the UFO activities that took place. First of all, and in 1951, the classic sci-fi film, The Day the Earth Stood Still, was released. This told the story of an alien from the Galactic Council who is sent to Earth to warn us about the use and dangers of nuclear weapons and that this could destroy the Earth. Then, in July of 1952, This event happened. For two weekends in a row in the highly restricted airspace that is Washington, America's capital, the public witnessed UFOs flying overhead. The US Air Force flew to intercept but they just could not catch them at all. Apparently, uh, some UFOs even encircled one of the US Air Force planes, but uh, nothing apparently happened. So, to the public's concern and the increase in sightings of these UFOs around America, the US Air Force began its investigations known as Project Blue Book. This would start in 1952 and finish on January 19th, 1970, when it was closed down. Over 18 years of Project Blue Book would show up fake encounters, mistaken identities of new planes, 
but also show that there were encounters that were not of this world. They just could not relate these to anything on earth, especially at that time. So then we come to February the 20th, 1954. The President of the United States, Dwight D. Eisenhower, also known as Ike, was on his family vacation in Palm Springs, California. It was during this vacation that President Eisenhower disappeared from his holiday home and was taken off to the local Air Force base nearby. At this Air Force base, President Eisenhower would meet two different alien races. The first alien race he met were named as the Nordics. The reason why is that they looked similar to Scandinavian people. The Nordics offered to President Eisenhower use of their superior technology and also their spiritual wisdom. All that President Eisenhower had to do was to get rid of and eliminate the nuclear weapons. The Nordics were afraid that we would end up using and destroying ourselves. The Nordics also told President Eisenhower that by using the nuclear bombs, it has an effect on time and space, impacting alien races on other planets throughout the universe. The President Eisenhower declined the offer from the Nordics and keeping the nuclear weapons, especially as this world was now in the Cold War era. Then, sometime later in 1954, President Eisenhower went to an Air Force base again, where this time he would meet with a different alien race one that would come to be known as the Tall Greys. And just for information, there is apparently two races of grey aliens. I think we're all familiar with the Short Greys, but there's also one known as the Tall Greys. The Tall Greys offered to President Eisenhower the learning and use of their advanced technology. Plus, also they were not interested in our nuclear weapons. What the Tall Greys wanted was to capture some cattle to experiment on, and also capture some humans to study their DNA and carry out medical experiments. Apparently, the Tall Grey's homeworld was dying and they were looking at ways to stop this from happening. 
President Eisenhower agreed to this deal. He also said that the humans must be returned safely to the homes after the medical experiments happened. The tall greys agreed to this and also the experiments would be supervised by our very own military personnel. Then, in 1957, in a place called Alexandria in the US state of Virginia, landed four human-looking aliens. They went by the names of Valiant Thor, Don, Jill, and Tanya. And they were taken to the Pentagon. Valiant Thor was a delegate of the High Council. He met with President Eisenhower and with Vice President Richard Nixon. There are photos of Valiant Thor that can be googled. He, and he is described as being six foot tall, around 185 pounds. Brown hair, brown eyes. His skin was a tan colour and his lifespan was 500 years. Now, and the only difference about Valiant Thor was his hands. He had six fingers on both hands compared to our five on human hands. So, Valiant Thor being of the High Council was sent to Earth by them to discuss the now precarious situation of our world. This High Council had been keeping an eye on us since atomic bombs were used in World War II. The use of atomic bombs had sent a signal out to the universe and now they had come to Earth to meet with our leaders. Apparently Valiant Thor was here to share advanced technology and also maybe obviously warn humanity about using nuclear weapons. In his time here, Valiant Thor stayed at the Pentagon, apparently VIP status was here from 1957 and he left for his home world on March 16th, 1960. Apparently Valiant Thor was from the planet Venus. Now, we all know what a hellhole Venus is, being our nearest neighbour and apparently lived underground there. But... What if he was from a multiverse where Venus was habitable? Possible. So, what was the outcome of his three years on Earth? We just don't know yet. And we've yet to find anything else that was documented about his meetings 
So there we have the 1950s, which was quite a decade. So what do you think about this? Just stories? Maybe? Or what if it's all basically true? And this is how we're finding out about things. Drip fed to the public. So, before I say goodbye, just a message from me. This podcast is recorded on an app called Anchor. Anchor is straightforward to use. It has features to help make your podcast different. You can add sounds and stuff. You can edit on your mobile phone too. And when finished, Anchor will share your podcast with other apps. So to spread your amazing word to other people. And also did I say, did I tell you also that Anchor is free? It's free. So thank you for listening. I hope it gave you something different to think about anyway. And goodbye for now. Thank you.